0: And we ought to thank God for and, and the first thing she did was talk about Jesus Christ. First thing, how Jesus, how many of y'all saw her in the, in the, on, in, in the picture? In the, in, huh? Standing ovation. How many of y'all saw standing ovation? She's an actress and a singer for Jesus. Amen. Now, if I brought up one of them unsaved hoochie mommies in here, y'all would be standing and clapping. God has got people in Christ who can sing better than all them folk out there without all that notoriety, amen, no cussing in the rap, no drawers showing with their pants hanging down, nobody coming up here acting like a hoochie mama. We talking about ladies who love the Lord. Do I have a witness? Talking about young men who love the law, Amen. Thank you, baby. We love you. You 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 pastors, baby. And wherever you go, you you tell them who your pastor is. You tell them, baby. That's right. And my baby, Sister Rich Stan, baby. Thank you. Beautiful young lady work for ESPN, NFL.com, we, we, we got you. And there are others that's going to aspire. And we, we're going to raise them up. Because I'm tired of hearing about, they start singing in the church, then they start singing for Satan. Can I get a witness? There, there are a couple of people who will stay in the church. Yeah, stay, and the minute one of them died, and you want to put them in heaven. No, we don't do that in this church. Can I get a witness? When you save, you bear fruit. Do I have a witness? You bear fruit. You ain't out there snorting cocaine and getting high, shooting up, cussing and all that. Then when you die, everybody won't put you in heaven. No. Jesus said you'll know them. Am I preaching or what? You'll know them by their fruit. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. All right. Now, my praise team come on up here, praise dancers. Come move the table. Let's go. Here they go. Come on, let's give them a round of applause. Here they go. teaches them come on baby come on up here come on up here darling come on come on come on baby come on come on oh jesus great job baby this is the young lady that teaches them all them steps how to dance choreography great job okay all right great job praise the lord praise him My, 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 my. I was getting tired looking at him. Lord have mercy. We got something up in this arsenal, don't we? Hallelujah. Now our choir is going to sing us crazy. I I done gave him some selections, and then we're going to hear the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. If you have friends, that are Jehovah's Witnesses, Muslims, Scientology, Mormonism, whatever, you tell them the test is not only is Jesus the Son of God, He's God the Son. Can I get a witness? You must be born again. All right, choir, sing us song. We'll have church up in this place today. Amen. Church! The Christ. Father, we thank you for the testimonies. Thank you for the praise dancers. Thank you for the awesome music from our choir. Now, God, we pray that you would bless your word, buying Satan in the name of Jesus. And God, shake the place. Let them know that earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal, that Jesus is Lord, and every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. We thank you for this Lord's Day. Now meet us in your word. Convict, convince, if need be convert, in Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. We greet you this morning in the precious, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. To co laborers in the gospel, to officers, members, friends, there's only one name Amen. under heaven whereby we must be saved. And that's the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we greet our TV audience this morning as we are streaming throughout the world. We thank God for, we had a packed house this morning. Amen. To our almost 12,000 members, we thank God for all of you. Truly, God is an awesome God. Isn't he, isn't he awesome? He just. Just, just, just awesome he's awesome he's awesome He. the bible says he will do far exceedingly abundantly the, the, these are superlatives those of you that are English majors you know what a superlative is far exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think when I was studying the living epistles and we got to those Superlatives, someone said the reason Paul used them is because there's nothing else in the Greek or English language that can really emphasize, amen, the faithfulness of God without metaphorically, amen, and even, listen, uh, hyperbole going above what we understand. So when he said, he said, he is far, abundantly, above, exceedingly all that we ask or think. In other words, you can't even think what God can do. That's what makes him God. He can do whatever he wants to do. He can... He makes the sun and the moon take shifts without being late, without falling out of the sky. He He knows every star by name. The branches, the trees are lifting their branches this morning to tell you that He is. The, the cow is mooing this morning to tell you that He is. The heavens declare. And and the word declare in the Greek is the heavens preach. Caruso is the word. They preach that God is. Can I get a witness? That the Lord is who he said he was. Hallelujah. And we, we here at St. Matthew's, we exalt the name of Jesus the Christ. I am grateful this morning for all of you and for all that has been heard, all that's been done. Now this morning, I want you to turn to Genesis. Amen. Genesis chapter 28. Are you with me? First book in the Bible, Genesis. The word Genesis means beginnings. And it begins, the first 11 chapters with creation. And then chapters 12 to 50 deals with a a family that's turned into a nation. Are you with me? that the Jews and the Hebrews came through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which constitutes God's called-out people. In Genesis 28, I just want to read the first three verses. And Isaac called Jacob, Isaac is the father, Jacob is the son, and blessed him and charged him and said unto him, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan, Arise, go to Pandanaram, to the house of Bethel, thy mother's father, and there take thee a woman, a wife, from thence of the daughters of Laban, thy mother's brother. And verse 3 says, And God Almighty bless thee, and make thee fruitful, multiply thee, that thou mayest be a multitude of people. This morning, I want to do a biographical sketch of one of the greatest men in the Bible, Jacob. Challenged, charged, and changed. Challenged, charged, and changed. And I have another alliteration of L's, and it is applicable to us as well. A lie, a ladder, and a limp, which leads to liberty listen to pastor this morning change is god's channel to a believer's victory god's will is to guide govern his people so that they will glorify his name and what god begins to do is god transforms and transfers a believer's life from the old to the new, from being fractured to being fixed, from being in confusion to being clear, from madness, mishap mixed up to magnificence. And if ever there was a true Listen to this. Transformation project. It is seen in the life of Jacob. What do you mean by transformation? Well, I'm glad you asked. Transformation is a metamorphosis by which something is changed, not from the outside in, but from the inside out. When we hear about a crawling, multi-leg caterpillar being transformed to a beautiful butterfly, there is a process in which that caterpillar must go through. And that caterpillar is hairy and hideous, it's destructive, it eats leaves, and when God, by his, amen, operation of transformation, when he changes that caterpillar to the butterfly, that caterpillar must go through a process. And what it does, it enters a cocoon. And God, listen, changes that caterpillar from the inside out. That is, when that caterpillar is transformed into a butterfly, it takes on beauty and the benefit of flight. If you've ever seen a butterfly, it's beautiful. But what we don't understand about that butterfly, what we don't see physically is that when that caterpillar enters that cocooning process, it is a web-like cocoon that holds that butterfly at bay and the butterfly cannot get out because the cocooning process is that after it has changed its form, its wings are trapped by this cocoon. Now now, hang in there with me. And the butterfly frantically who wants to get out, can't get out, and is flapping his wings, And what God is doing in his, uh, amen, ultimate wisdom is that the more that butterfly is flapping its wings in frustration, the wings are becoming stronger. And as a child of God, when you are going through something and you can't get out, when you are frantically flapping and frantically praying and frantically begging and frantically waiting God's doing something on the inside do it do I have a witness up in the house and and and, and, and child of God when that butterfly continues to flap its wings it finally gets enough strength to break the cocoon so it can fly freely yeah. Now, 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 why did God do all that to the butterfly? Because there are birds, small birds, that eat butterflies. And birds have the unique ability to make quick cuts. Are you praying with me? But when God prepares the butterfly, he can make quicker cuts. So the bird cannot catch him in flight. I'm preaching already. That, that is, child of God, the reason God's taking so long making, shaping, and breaking you is because birds in Scripture are synonymous with Satan. When Satan comes at you trying to get you to eat you up, God has already prepared you to dump the devil. Can I get a witness? To swoop out of His way so He can't get you. Can I get a witness? And so God, so what God does in this transformation process, it is progressive. Nobody changes overnight. When you get saved, it takes time to be Christ-like. Are you praying with me? Now, child of God is here in this narrative that we see a character and a conduct, amen, one who is confused in crisis but learns to cooperate with Almighty God and his name is Jacob. Jacob is the son of Isaac. Jacob was a slickster. He was a supplanter. Coming out of his mother's womb, he had a twin brother called Esau, which was not a Jew because Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob constitutes a Jew. He was an Edomite, but while they were in the mother's womb, the Bible says that they tussled. And we're going to deal with this and God in Romans says, Jacob, I've loved Esau, I hate it. Not the person, but the nations coming out of them. And it's in this context that Here is a shrewd, supplanter, slickster that even schemed against his father, Isaac. What makes this story so bad is that his mother was in on the scheme. You talking about family feud? It's right here. You're talking about a blended family that makes the Brady Bunch look like Hollywood, it's here. Do I have a witness? You're talking about hell in the home, it's here. Yeah. This was one of the most divided families that was fractured, fruitless, messed up in Scripture. And uh, this was the worst and the first soap opera in all of the Bible. The night of the living dead, right here. You name it, it's right here. Because as Isaac, Abraham's son, became old and his eyes were dim, on his deathbed he was pronouncing blessings upon his children. The oldest child got two-thirds of the will. That was supposed to be Esau. But Jacob and his darling mother decided to get in a scheme and deceive the father. Now let me stop pausing part. Because whatever you sow, you're going to reap. I'm so sick and tired of church folk thinking that they can sow hell and reap heaven. I'm sick of it. And every day we sow what we say, what we do, yeah, where we go we we sow and 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 the the the, the harvest, this is the law of the harvest, whatever you sow, you're going what reap now, now let me stop pausing and i'm still reaping things from the sixties that I sow here's what God does not tell you when you sow. He does not inform you when you're going to reap. Right. That's true. And listen, parents, you can sow a bunch of hell and your children will reap it. That's right. yeah. that, that child of God, you, you say, well, what did you sow in the sixties? In the sixties, I sowed a lot of sin. Well, how are you reaping it? Because I've got to go through mind battles every day because what I sold in the world. Y'all getting quiet up in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the military seven years, partying, running the streets, you know, doing my thing, faking I was having fun, getting away with something. But as I got older, stuff started coming back. Won't it come back? Won't, won't, won't your sin find you out? Won't? Come on, do I have a witness up in the house? Won't? You? Don't, don't, don't you miss those leeks and onions of Egypt? And come on now, can I get a witness? And child of God, that, that's why we got to live lives worthy of the Lord. Yeah, let me leave that one alone. But check it out. So here's the poor father, half blind. He tells his wife, Rebecca, bring my sons that I may bless them. So Rebecca hooks up with the son, the youngest son, Jacob, and says, your older brother, he's out hunting Esau. Now Esau's a hairy man. And your father is going to know that you're not Esau. So let me take some hair, some animals, and paste them on your arms. And so Jacob, the slickster, went in. And, you know, hey, dad. And he says, that doesn't sound like my oldest son. He said, come closer. And Isaac, half blind, felt his son's arms and felt the hair. And he said, oh, that is Esau. Now let me give you the blessing. They lied, got the blessing, and went out. And then the real son, Esau, came in, the oldest, and found out that he had stole his birthright. I'm preaching this. Now Esau was a hunter. Esau had 400 men. He said, "I'm putting out a hit on Jacob. We gonna kill him." So the mother told Jacob, and it's a shame when mothers deceive their own husbands for the kids' sake. Let me let me preach this thing. Can I preach this thing? It's it's a tragedy when you and the kids are hooking up against the father and listen and, and you know what God does? He sits back and he lets all of you do your thing and God says guess what? It's coming back. Won't it come back? Oh you ain't gotta say amen, I say amen for you. Amen. You can hook what you want to hook. You can crook what you want to crook. You can do what you want to do. You can say what you want to say. You can tear down your father in front of your children. You can tear down your mother in front of the children. But God's got the last say-so. He's got the last say-so, Doc. Because He is the God who sees everything. Just as Hagar in Genesis. He's the God who sees my God. Somebody got to preach it. Child of God, I want you to see this, that there are three episodes that epitomizes this transformation of Jacob's life. And I want to deal with this. First of all, God has a design for everybody's life. You are under his design. Not by power, not by might, but by spirit. I, I go back to Philly and people say, how did you ever become a pastor? I I don't oh, know, Doc. It wasn't in my DNA to be a pastor. You understand what I'm trying to say? I, it, it just, Bruce, it wasn't there. How did I end up in a pulpit? I, I still understand. Well, now I know God overruled my will are y'all praying with me God has a right to overrule your will for his own glory Jesus said you hey, hey amen you 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 are not your own you've been Paul said you've been bought with a price hallelujah God has a design God has a development God even has a demographic where you going to end up well, when I graduate or when I start working or when I'm when I get older or I'm going to live in Wisconsin and you end up in Alaska. Because God determines the demographic. Y'all ain't getting this. He not only has something to do with the design, the development, the demographic, but God even creates a series of difficulties. You know why we go through difficulties? Because God wants us to fully depend on Him. And when you and I are out of options, when you and I can't control circumstances, we must depend on Him. Do I have a witness up in the house? Amen. That's why the the smart thing to do is say, Lord, have Thine own way, Lord. Have Thine own way. Thou art the potter. I'm the clay. Mold me and make me after Thine will while I'm standing. Yield it! And still, do I really have to sing that to the Lord? No, because He's going to have His way anyhow. Can I get a witness? Then he gives you a direction. Look at three points and we'll let you go. First, God challenged a life of fleshly lies. Jacob's whole life was a lie. And guess what? Before you met Jesus Christ, your life was a lie. And you know what the tragedy is in church? We are addicted. We are addicted to the drug called denial. We are in denial. The minute somebody says something negative spiritually, no, that ain't me. I, you're lying. Our whole life was a lie. We was in the world partying, cabareting, going to bars, going to clubs. Y'all ain't praying with me. Partying all night and I mean all night. That's why we get in church and we do something for about an hour and a half and y'all sit up there. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, whoa, whoa! We in the close blowing whistles. We, we, we party up. In fact, Bruce, we party all night. The man said, "All right, time to go. We closing, and we go out the door." And now that you saved you sitting up in church looking at your watch. We was, going to, we was going straight to hell partying. I'm preaching up in this place. Jacob's life was a lie. It was a lie because he lived in deliberate sin, deception, division, and a diet and demeanor straight from the devil. And, and and you can't get help till you realize that you were under a lie. A lie. My whole life was a lie. I was clean as the board of health. That was the truth. I was fine, I was a woman's man, that was the truth. <laughs> had money in my pocket, that was the truth. But it didn't help me out. That was the truth. We lived a lie. God says that living a lie produces a lie. I played organized baseball, man. I, I just, I mean, just as cocky, I played, I played organized baseball, I played semi pro football, but I played organized baseball, I would come up to the plate. I mean, hundreds of people in the stands. I come up to the plate and look at the pitch and go like this. And he, He'd be going like that, you know. And I just sit there, man. Get that stance, that elbow up. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You come in here, belt high inside, kiss it, it's gone. And I remember I was playing ball one time, man. That boy, he threw a fastball by 90 miles an hour, and I just stride, man. And when I hit it, I just dropped the bat and stood there and did like this. Little. And my and my dad was the coach. He said, you hot dog, run! And I said, 450 feet, then I, then I did like this, Look, I was bad, dog. I can't hit a 40 mile-an-hour fastball now, Doc. You know how we, you know. I told Sister to Go and eat her hard out. She ran track. I ran the pen relays. Pen relays. Franklin film. Don't get jealous over me. The boy dropped the baton. He dropped it. He's supposed to hand it off to me. He dropped the baton. And everybody was flying on. I picked it up, Wayne. And with blazing speed passed everybody.
1: Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. I was bad.
0: And if you were from South Philly, you could dance, stop we. Cha cha. <laughs> was
1: bang! And all that was a (laughs) lie!
0: Woo! I used to walk in the party so clean, the girls say, who is that? I say, now I come to church and nobody say nothing. (laughs) life will humble you. But look, this boy lived a lie. He lived a lie. He lived a lie. And you know, God knows how to change us because trouble will transform you. You, you, you stay high-minded if you want to. Trouble will transform you. Just ask the prodigal son who went out stubborn, self-centered, can I get a witness? He come on, like, knew it all, had it all, and trouble Made that boy start talking to himself. And when he came back home to his father's house, Luke 15, you read it when you go home, he came back home humbled. He said, I'm not worthy to even be called your son. That's what trouble to do. When you look at chapter 28, 1 to 8, real quick, it's a life of lies, hypocrisy, helplessness, hidden issues. Don't we have some hidden issues? Aren't we fractured? Aren't we? Come on now, aren't we fruitless? We got some hidden stuff on the inside. We pretend that we're strong. We're really weak. We pretend we got it all together, but everything keeps falling apart. We pretend like we're all that in a bag of chips, but late at night when we're alone, we're wondering how I'm going to make it. That's the way Jacob was. Can I get a witness? He was fearful of his brother. He was running. But God, verse 10 took Him from Bathsheba to Haran and made Him some promises, protection devices and provisions. And that's just like us. We lived a lie. Everything was designed to send us to hell. Are you praying with me? And here's why I get so excited about the name of Jesus. But Jesus, stepped in but jesus snatched us out of hell but jesus put us on a street called straight can i get a witness you 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 could have been killed in a car accident but jesus you could have been destroyed in a house fire but jesus you you could have been messed up in a club and shot to death but but jesus and when you get to glory and the Lord reveals everything to you, He's going to show you scenes of your life. Can I get a witness? When well, you should have been dead and in hell, but the Lord stepped in. He sent angels to protect you. Can I get a witness? He, 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 He rearrange circumstances so you wouldn't get hurt when you walk past that dark alley at night somebody was about to jump you but but the lord sent you another way somebody somebody
1: somebody was about to give you a bad batch but the lord stepped in somebody was about to kill you but the lord stepped in that's why we praise his name Somebody said, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be?
0: I, to- I told you one, one, one day years ago, I, I was shot at. Do you realize the psychological of running and hearing? Somebody shooting at you, boom, 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 ain't nothing hitting you. Do do you understand that every step you take, and you hit a you hit a gun, boom, boom, and you're not hit? Do you know that's grace? Do do do, do, do you know do you know you know it's grace? I'm preaching up in this place. Do you know, Lord, when the doctors have given up hope, and Jesus has got the last say? So, can I get a witness? Do you understand when you could have been snuffed out but God? Yes, sir. Didn't he step in? And look, here's what he wants. He wants to praise. He wants you to stop using language like, I was lucky. No, there ain't no luck. Can I get a witness? Oh, oh I, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was the law. Who bought you out? It was the it was the Lord that allowed you to be where you are today. It was the Lord that put you on a street called Straight. It it was Jesus,
1: the Christ. Give him the praise.
0: Look at this. God challenged the life of fleshly life. Mm. And and, and that's why, see, I can relate to people in the world. Some church folk can't relate to them. I can relate to them. I understand. I was out there. They think they haven't, they had no fun. They work Monday through Friday, take a shower, get dressed, to go through all that thing again, hoping they meet somebody. In a club, bar, or saloon. (laughs) I've been there, done that. You know, them folk, you know why they're sitting up there? Because they in bondage. They lonely. They hellbound, they messed up. Can I get a witness? And child, 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 child of God, this boy lived a life of lies. But secondly, I want you to notice this. God Changed his life through a fruitful ladder. Now I can talk to I'm blue in the face. Some of y'all gonna stay on the path of lies. Come on, you know what a lie is, huh? Some uh <clears throat> some ignorant, unlearned, yeah, rap artist getting your ear. Hey baby, baby. Ooh. Both of y'all dummies. You understand what I'm saying? Say? And and you know, I don't I don't I really don't understand. I y'all y'all preach I don't understand it. What in the world? First of all, he didn't finish high school. He don't have a job. He can't talk. He can't articulate the English language. You understand what I'm trying to say? And you he, 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 he what? And all he wants to do is get your treasure and then throw you out like trash. It's tight, but it's right. If you want to know where God's coming from, here's what you tell him. Yeah, baby, I love you. Well, Well, if you love me, just wait. And uh, wait till we get married and watch, and, and, then, and then look at your watch. Can I get a witness? I'm sick of it. Why, well, baby? If you love me, you give it up. Okay, you dummy. <laughs> Every woman that made a man wait earned respect. I know it's tight. I know it's right. I know that won't preach at night either. Can I get a witness? Check it out. Check it out. But look, God changed this boy's life through a fruitful ladder. Now, chapter 28, come on. Chapter 28, verse 10. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. Now, this is demographics, and he's running from his brother Esau. He's fearful, fractured, confused, and he finds a place after he splits up his family. He finds a place in Pandanaram and lays his head on a rock and has a dream about out a ladder that goes to heaven. And angels are walking up and down the ladder, and at the top of the ladder is God. Let me stop. You know what's going to stop the lies? The ladder. You need to see God for yourself. You need to see Jesus at the top of that ladder. And he dreamed and dreamed. Yeah, and the place of Pandanaram was a Motel Six where God left the light on. Thank God for light. Can I get a witness? And child of God, when you go home, see in the Old Testament, God spoke through dreams and visions and manifestations. And I'm tired of church folk coming up here talking about past. I had a dream. I don't hear about your dream. That was not no dream. That was a nightmare you ate a poor child slept on your back and you had a nightmare. Oh no, God doesn't speak through dreams. He speaks through His Word yes, sir. and through circumstances. Can I get a witness? I've had dreams that Godzilla was chasing me. I had dreams that a witch was on a broom chasing me. I had a dream. I, how can I wake up in the morning saying, Lord, what does this mean? It means Godzilla was chasing you. That's what it means we to get all mystical. I, you know, you know, you know, see, because we're mystical people anyway. Aren't we? I, you know, I, somebody might try to root me. Well, excuse me, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. You weren't worried about nobody rooting you when you was out there in them clubs. Are oh, y'all praying with me? Folk pouring stuff in your drink and... Oh, Lord, don't get me started. The fact of the matter is, is that Jacob went to sleep and had a dream that Yahweh, God, was at the top. The angel of the Lord, the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ was at the top of that ladder. And he saw God, and here's what he did. He woke up, God told him about the promises, verse 14, the protection device, verse 15, the praise, verse 16, the wisdom, the watchfulness, the willful obedience, and the worship. Verse 22, what is it? He saw God face to face. And you and I got to see him face to face. Nobody can make you see God. You gotta see him for yourself. You gotta know him for yourself. God doesn't have grandchildren. God only has children. Because your mother and father saved doesn't mean you saved. Because your mother and father's going to heaven doesn't mean you going to heaven. You gotta know him for yourself. Hold your finger there. Turn to St. John one, chapter one. That's the New Testament. First, uh, Saint John chapter one. Come on, do this quickly now. St. John chapter 1, now watch this now, let me show you something, because Jesus is God the Son as well as the Son of God. Are you with me? St. John chapter 1, and pick up Amen. Now there's a narrative that's going on here, and and it begins in verse 35, again the next day after John stood two of his disciples, and, and it goes on with this narrative. The narrative is that Philip went to Peter and his brother Andrew and said, Look, we found. they were all fishermen. We found the Messiah. Amen. We found the Messiah. We found him who Moses and the prophets talked about. He was talking about Jesus. So, after Philip told them, Philip, amen, ran to Nathanael and said, We have found the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. So Nathaniel said, "Can any good thing come out of Nazareth?" Why? Because Nazareth was the hood, it was the projects. How can something good come out of that place?" He said, "Come and see." And as Nathaniel's approaching Jesus, Jesus looks at Nathaniel and says, "A Israelite indeed where there is no deceit, and what's inferred, no direction." So, Jesus, you got to read this, says to Nathanael, Nathanael, I saw you before Philip came to you. So, Nathanael said, well, when did you see me? Jesus said, under the fig tree. Oh. So, Nathanael says to Jesus, Now, wait a minute. I'm a little confused. How do you know me? Jesus said, I saw you before you even sat under the fig tree. Here's the, here's what he's inferring. I saw you from eternity past. I'm God. I saw you before you came out your mother's womb. I I saw you, Lord have mercy, before you saw light. I saw you before the foundation of the world. I see you in all of your fractures and fears.
1: I saw you.
0: Raymond Gordon, seven years in the military. I saw you as a boy in South Philly. I saw you. You ain't getting this. Long before you saw me, I saw you and I know you. I know everything about you. I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Can I get a witness? I know your fears. I, I, I'm I, the God who sees. So Jesus says in verse 51 of John, look at it, come on now. And he saith unto him, Verily, Verily, truly, truly I say unto you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open up, and the angels of God on the escalator going up and down upon the Son of Man. Jesus saying, listen, Jacob only saw a picture of this escalator. But what you guys are going to see is the actual escalator because angels fall prostrate before his presence. Can I get a witness? Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. If you were to peek into heaven this morning, heaven is not a place where you just casually go around. Can I get a witness? The Bible says there's 24 seats around the throne, the 24 elders. Amen. And 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 there are angels, seraphims and and, and yeah, yes, uh, yeah, say, there, yeah. There are angels in heaven, and there are there there are there are monsters. Uh, creatures around the throne of God, and all they do day and night, their eyes are a flaming fire. They're looking around, and all they do day and night is say, Holy, 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 Holy Lord God Almighty. And Jesus is sitting on the throne. And angels are flying in and flying back out. And the archangel Michael is standing next to the throne. And Gabriel is standing next to the throne. Because angels can't sit down in heaven. Only the redeemed are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Do I have a witness? And child of God, everybody's worshiping the lamb. Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive glory and honor and adoration. And every knee bows, and every tongue
1: confesses that Jesus, not Buddha, not Muhammad, but Jesus is Lord to the glory. of God
0: and saints are walking the streets of gold can I get a witness somebody said there's a boulevard in heaven called testimony boulevard that's where the saints give their testimony I was on my way to hell
1: but Jesus saved my soul I was on drugs but the Lord healed my body can I get a witness he's able I said, he's able, able to keep you
0: from falling. This boy went from a lie to a ladder. But God wasn't finished with him yet. Finally, God channeled his life through a limp. Can I get a witness? Chapter 32, I got to hasten along, is when... All night, chapter 32, verse 24, Genesis, this boy wrestled with God. And until you wrestle with him, you're really not healed. You'll never see liberation until he gives you a limp. Can I get a witness? He wrestled all night in prayer. He wrestled, and the angel said, "Let me go. Daytime is coming." And Jacob said, "No, I'm not going to let you go because I've lived a lie long enough, and I had a dream at, about a ladder, and now I need to hold on to you till you bless me." Shout to God. Wait till things really get heavy. Wait till hell really breaks out. You gonna stay in prayer and say, "Lord, I'm not getting off my knees until you." bless me I'm not I'm not going to leave here until you do something I'm not I'm not going to stop talking and praying and praising your name till you change something can I get a witness and the Bible says that the angel put his hand on his thigh and threw his hip out of place and when he threw his hip out of place Jacob had a limp God says now you're healed You got a limp on the outside, but you're liberated on the inside. See, God's got to hurt you to help you. God's got to take you down to bring you up. Can I get a witness? And it's because of the limp. You need the limp. It's the limp that you need to be sanctified. It's the limp that you need to have your name changed from Jacob to Israel. It's the limb that you need to get your character in touch with your claim. Can I do a witness? It's the limb that you need to bring truth to the lie. It's the limb to change your life. And the Lord, He's worthy. Jacob tussled with God. Jacob talked to God. Jacob was touched by God. Jacob left home at war with his brother, came back at peace with his brother. He left as a slickster, came back sanctified. He left a perverted, came back a prince. Can I get a witness? When God gets finished with you. When God changes you, when God gets on the inside, you're going to come away praising his name. Because you will understand it wasn't by might,
1: nor by power, but by his spirit. I heard Jeremiah said, and David said, it was good
0: that I've been afflicted. Can I get a witness? It was good that God whipped me. It was good that God chastened me. It was good that God, that God did what he did in my life. Can I get a witness? And I'm so glad that I'm saved. So glad that I'm on a street called straight i'm still messed up i'm not perfect but i'm born again my name is written in the lamb's book of life and when i die
1: i'm going to glory can i get a witness so glad that i got power on the inside so glad that the lord gives me provisions on the outside so glad so glad the lord is my light the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my high tower. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. The Lord is good. is he good? is he good? is he good? He's good. He'll move you from lies to lighters to to liberation. He'll free up. He'll free up, and the truth shall set you free. Say yeah, oh, he's worthy, worthy, worthy
0: to be praised. Let's stand on our feet. Has every hitter's eyes closed? If you need to be saved. Born again, blood wash. Jesus died on the cross for all your sins. Was buried and rose again on the third day with all power in his hands. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, just raise your hand. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want Christ to come into your life and save you. Just raise your hand. Is there one? I see your hand. Is there another? Or perhaps you want to join a church on your Christian experience raise your hand is there one if your hands are raised come on up front church say amen Jesus said if you be ashamed of me then I'll be ashamed of you come on up here you need to come come to Jesus he will save you all right young man come here is there another Step on out. Step on. I dare you to come. The Lord is good. He's a stronghold in the time of trouble. Is there another? Come on out. Come on. Come on. That's right. Come on, babies. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Come on out. Come on out of here. Come on. Bless the Lord on oh my soul and all that's with him. Is there another? Step out. Step out. Here's why Satan is mad. See this up here? Hell has decreased and heaven has increased. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says over one soul that's saved the angels are shouting in heaven. Is there enough? Listen. If you die right now where you are drop dead if you are not absolutely sure that you would be in heaven, raise your hand. Don't lie to God. Raise your hand. Come on up here, son, young man. Raise, if you drop dead right now, and you're not absolutely certain you would be, no, no, come, come on up. Come on. Don't, don't stop me. The ones y'all to stop, you don't stop. Come on. Listen. If you're not absolutely sure, that's right. If you're not absolutely sure that you would go to heaven right now. In other words, if I have a heart attack or whatever, fall out, I know I'm in glory. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. If you're not sure, I want you to put your hand up right now. You're not sure. You're not sure. You're not sure where you're going. You're not sure where you're going. Raise your hand. Now, don't worry about the people around you because they might be going to hell. You don't go to hell with them. This is personal. And then if you are saved, you ought to belong to a local church. If you don't have a church home, raise your hand. We're not going to coerce you. Just raise your hand. You don't have a church home. Raise your hand. Put your hands on. Put your hands on. Now, can we invite you to the best church in the world? Yes, it is. Can we invite you? Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. To the best church in the world. The Lord is good. Come on, man. That's it. That's it. Come on. Come on. We're going to take A. We're going to take care Is there another? Come here, my brother. Come here. You right here. Right here. Come here. Come here, my brother. Come here. Yeah, you. Come here. See this man here? Last week. Listen. Come, come on, man. Follow me, man. Don't make me. This brother right here from Camden. Our outreach team, Reverend and them. went out to witness to him. He was at the verge of committing suicide. He was going to shoot himself in the head. The gospel of Jesus Christ saved him. Ain't you saved, man? Come on, boy.
1: Save him. Save him. Save him. Save him. The Lord is able. Pray ahead, back, brother. The Lord is able. The Lord is good. The Lord is marvelous. Is there another?
0: Praise God. Ministers, take him in the back. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thank you. Lead them to cracks. Come on. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise Jesus. We're closing. We're closing. A lie leads to a ladder face-to-face with God. The latter leads to a limp where you wrestle with God. And it's the limp that liberates us. I'm free. I'm free. I don't have to use drugs, alcohol, cigarettes. I'm free. Whom whom the Son have set free... Is free indeed. I want to shout out to my loving son and his friends and to everyone here. We love you. Let's look to Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for the power of the gospel. Thank you for the biographical sketch of Jacob, who's just like us, living a lie, needing a ladder. Demanding a limp so we can be liberated. Thank you for the process of transformation. How you change us from the inside out. Now, God, as we leave this place and rejoice in you, the God of our salvation, remind us of this process that you take us through from the lie to the ladder. From the ladder to the limp, from the limp to liberation. And we know that all things are working together for the good of them who love you and are called according to your purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. I don't want any more lies.